Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chakras and Cuss Words. Um, Today's podcast is a bonus podcast, and it's really exciting. Today, I have Mr. Daniel Dorr, who is the producer and uh, director of a new movie coming out called Mr. Nelson on the North Side. This movie highlights Prince, the um, late superstar, legendary musical artist and lyricist Prince, so, Mr. Daniel, please introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you. Sure. Well, thank you for doing this, um, having me. Uh, so, it, I, this is what I do. I've been making films and television shows all my life. Um, I never delved into the world of, of music documentaries. Uh, it's been um, It's been an interesting treat, to say the least, because... Uh, it was very much a, a human connection type of project. And the fact that it was Prince made it even more interesting to me. So most of the projects that I've done, they're scripted. So scripted feature films, going off on a documentary and searching the world for Prince. That was a fascinating story, and I'll tell you about it. Oh, that sounds amazing. So how did you get introduced to this like how did you get introduced to Prince so interestingly enough uh you uh you're familiar with the names uh Des Dickerson and uh Andre Simone yes so yeah they, a little. they they were they were part of Prince's band they were bandmates at the very beginning of the revolution uh, the revolution and um they they were a threesome. Um, Prince lived with uh, with Andre in his basement when he left his family or his father and mother, and uh, they were they embarked on doing. After Prince passed away, they embarked on doing their own film, and uh, they asked me to come in and help put it together. A friend of mine who was in in the position of directing that film asked if I could come in and help put it together and finance it. And I was I was really intrigued because mm-hmm. I knew uh, I first of all I, I knew a bit about Prince not as much as I know today but um, right. but I thought the bandmates and having that insight to a very what I perceived as a mysterious man was fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, the issue was was as Prince passed without his um, w- without a will, there was uh, the contentious issue of. The estate was in in full full steam ahead. Everyone was, um, uh, and I I have to just be realistic with this terminology. Yeah. Everyone was after a piece of that estate. Of you know, yeah. Siblings who were not siblings were coming out of the woodwork and claiming that 
they were, you know, a sister or a brother or a son or whatever. And, and it ended up in the courts. And to this day, you know, five, well, well over five years now, uh, um, after his passing, they're still, uh, they're still in court. Wow. So, and, and I followed it all the way through since doing this project uh, when they contacted me, which is probably, gosh, almost three years ago. This has been okay. a long, a long-standing project. And um, the issue was, was getting any Prince music. So how do you do a documentary about, you know, Salvador Dali uh, right. and, not, and not show a painting of his? Yeah. How do you do a right. documentary like that? So that was my issue with Prince. How do I not... Uh, expresses music yeah and make a documentary a story about him so that that was a problem and other people had attempted to do it but this story was very different um when i realized we couldn't or they couldn't get the music uh i just found another direction that i wanted to take and i started my own movie okay Mm -hmm. so because prince is you know prince is like a legendary status like every i feel like everybody knows who prince is even if you weren't like a huge prince fan growing up you still know who prince is um and when all these like legal matters happen and all that stuff did did you like almost feel like this might not happen because yeah, very much so. But I, I was uh, when I had started the project, I realized there was a side to this story that had to be told, okay. and it's a beautiful side to the story, and it what it, it it's really what motivates me today. Um, uh, just to give you a little background. I, I um, I'm pretty well the same age as Prince, okay. so I grew up seeing him throughout my life and and you know experiencing his music but never never from the perspective of a super fan it was it okay it it was um i was one of those individuals that listened to his music and saw him and couldn't figure him out um i i have to tell you that flash forward to today after really researching and doing all of this work on prince he is to me today the most remarkable human being that I know in my lifetime. Oh, yeah. I am I am so absolutely uh, consumed by this individual and overwhelmed by his uh, by his abilities. Um, yeah. There's a lot to the inside of his story that I can share. There are some things that I can't share. I was promised of not course. to, but. Um, yeah. When I went into the community of North Minneapolis, I went. I first went to uh, with our team. We went to the radio station in North Minneapolis, where um, Q Bear, uh, who is this host, was uh, was really the the spokesperson of that community in North Minneapolis. And that's uh, you know they call him Q Bear. And I ended up meeting and interviewing uh, a secondary fellow by the name of Spike Moss. Let me, um, let me give you some background on this. So the film is really focused on what made this individual prince? What were the inspirations? What, were the, uh, what, what was the, the, the music and the people that influenced this young man 
to become who he was, this extraordinary individual, this extraordinary musician. And in turn, even though he's gone today, how has he and how does he continue to inspire those artists around the world and his fans? So that's the focus of the movie. It wasn't to talk about his death or exploit, you know, the news side of it. It was to celebrate this incredible human being's um, uh, life legacy. And that's what this film is about. So, for instance, uh, you know, I tried to work with the estate to get music and it was it was impossible. I mean, no matter how much money we offered and we offered huge sums of money to be able to get even a couple of songs, mm-hmm. it was not going to happen. Um, and so what happened was a lot of the bandmates and friends and people that were inspired by Prince came mm-hmm. together to score the film in his honor. Mm-hmm. So, again, I felt that in paying tribute to this incredible human being, um, everyone came together collectively to make this film. It's not me. It, it, this, is a, this is sort of a group hug from everyone that loves Prince. And that's what mm. this movie's about. Yeah. I, re- I really like how you said this is like a group hug for everybody who loves Prince because like growing up, I was at a very young age, very intrigued like intrigued with Prince. I love the music. Um, uh, I was a huge Prince fan. My dad took me to see Purple Rain at like, I think I was like nine or eight. I mean, it probably wasn't appropriate, but you know, that's, that was the kind of fan I was like, I wouldn't leave him alone. And, you know, and of course it was a pretty sexy movie, but I, I was just like, you have to take me to see this movie. I love Prince, you know, and I had the Prince t-shirts. I had all the, the records, you know, I, I was, I loved Prince. Like I remember people would ask me, you know, who's your favorite um, musician or artist. And it was automatically Prince. There's only been a few people, um, celebrity status who has like influenced me as, um, as a person growing up, one was Frida um, Kalho and then the other one was Prince. And those are the two main ones that have necessarily been like staples of my life. Like I, I absolutely um, adore both of them. And how do you think people like, because you really built that relationship with his friends, fans and also the people who worked with him to bring that justice of who Prince was and what he meant to his fans. How, how, how do you think he was able to do that? Or was it just because people were so intrigued by him that he was just, I mean, I just think he's pure magic. He's just like one of the most talented people I've ever seen. I I was able to see him live twice, you know, in concert. So Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, well, your your expression of your feelings towards him and his music is is shared around the world, and that intrigued me even more. Uh, I mean, I, I have to tell you, once I got into this, I had no idea what was coming, and I I can also tell you that the fan base, uh, and I'll 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 give you some inside information on that fan base. Um, the super fans or fams as yeah. you know, he called them. So um, uh, the is that he has 
really uh, so many people, but he's he's also built this connection with his fans that are so visceral and deep and and loving. And I was just absolutely captivated by that because I'm looking at all other artists. I mean, if you were, you know, at the top of the uh, of that world of musicianship, you, you may look at the uh, the legends of Elvis Presley and Michael Jackson, who are extraordinary in in their own world. Mm-hmm. But Prince did something different. He connected with fans and and his his listeners on a personal level. And and even though he was a private individual, how did he do that? That's right. what fascinated me. He's and, extremely private. So so aside from like, and I don't want to make a comparison to Elvis Presley right. or Michael Jackson, because both of those people are, are, you know, they're legends in their own right. But Prince, Prince performed every instrument and excelled beyond people's wildest expect, expectations. And interviewing a lot of celebrities that we had, even they said that he surpassed them. So here's a fellow who's learned every single instrument and, and uh, that, that he could get his hands on. I think the total is about 24, where he performed these instruments to perfection and created music through all genres of music, uh, funk, blues, jazz, rock. And he did it with messages, and mm-hmm. those messages is what captivated you, me, and all those other fans. Because once you get to know that this man truly is, he combines music and love. Mm-hmm. And I never understood that. I never grew up, you know, having people say, I love you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And here was a, an individual that truly loved his fans. You know, being in, being in that world and that stature of who Prince was, it was very hard to trust people and, yeah. and anyone. I mean, again, Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley, major musicians, trust factor is a big issue in their lives. And Prince was was the same thing. I mean, look, he he's human and he wasn't perfect uh, from from a, a humanistic perspective and connecting with people. But he knew who he was and how to communicate his messaging. The beautiful part about that whole thing about expressing love and connectivity and unity amongst all of us was really in his soul. It was part Mm -hmm. of him. And that's, I think, why we all gravitated to him because he is and was and will still continue to be authentic. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I was just amazed every day that something new would come out um, from, right. from his fan base. I do, uh, I'm not sure if, if many people know this, but he invited uh, his fans from all over the world to come in for these free private sessions at his home where he would just play music all night long. Wow. And, and those super fans were contacted, you know, within a couple of days notice. People would fly in from overseas just yeah. to be there that night. And that's how powerful those evenings were. So he would prefer, th- this man was made to perform and to play music. So why not have people appreciate it? So his home, Paisley Park, was filled with his super fams, F-A-M, family, um, mm-hmm. every week. I mean, it just what people would just come in. 
Um, and the stories, the stories are extraordinary of those evenings. Yeah. And that's what the part, part of the movie's about is to share that connectivity and, and what he did and what he's done for other people. He was an incredibly generous man, but never wanted anyone to know that he was giving that way because he didn't do it for the pat on the back. He never yeah. wanted people to say, hey, man, you were really, that was very generous of you. He, it, he kept that very private. Those are some of the things that I was, I was asked to keep private as well. Uh, some of the generous things that he's done. But I can tell you, he's done these generous things from his heart, not for fame, not to be patted on the back, um, just because of love. And that's mm-hmm. who Prince is. Yeah, he, he, that's what everybody like says when you like watch movies about Prince or documentaries or interviews that he, you know, was very caring and loving and um, like a genuinely nice person. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And cared, cared about his, his fans. Like he didn't see them as, you know, just fans. He saw them as like people that he had a relationship with. And I think that's, why like so many of his fans took it so hard when he you know passed away and and a lot of people um you know I mean I was very upset uh when Prince passed away and I know um my husband was almost like not really teasing me but he was like it's gonna be okay you know like but like people don't understand you know the the chance to see somebody who you've like loved for years decades you Mm -hmm. know somebody that i grew up with you know his music like i still play his music probably daily you know so Mm. it's it's somebody who um has really you know touched my life um as a young girl growing up to a woman so um when you started making this movie what were your main focus points that you wanted people to know about Prince? Well, again, focusing on the influences upon this individual and what made him who he was. So um, the movie focuses a lot on those earlier years. So what influenced Mm -hmm. Prince? In the 60s, there were civil rights uh, issues that, uh, that exploded, specifically in North Minneapolis. In Chicago, uh, other other areas in the states with with uh, with civil rights issues, and and uh, that community exploded. It ignited, um, and out of that, out of those kind of ashes, came this individual. And this is a big focus of the film as well. So I don't want to give you too much, but I will tell you that this is where the film took a, a, a complete right turn because I realized that this, whatever happened, a message kind of came to me and said, uh, Dan, this is what Prince would want you to do. If I were in the room with Prince, he would want me to take this direction. And here's the direction. Mm. In that time, there was an individual named Spike Moss who uh, was a seven-time Golden Glove boxing champion, made a lot of money, best friends with major boxers, Muhammad Ali, all of these famous people, Hollywood people. Mm-hmm. And when, this, uh, when these riots happened in North Minneapolis and he saw so many of these young disenfranchised youth on the streets 
having just no hope and nowhere to go, um, he helped form, he was the director of a community center called The Way. And his, his vision of The Way was not to help these young black men and women just have a, a go to a community center and get a basketball and a guitar and go, go have fun. Mm-hmm. This this was an environment of of unity, and he wanted you to have self. Uh, this was this was really uh, Spike's mission. He wanted these youth uh, to really be inspired, have self respect, mm-hmm. have respect for others, how to dress, how to walk, how to talk, and and really set themselves up for being the best at what they could do. And mm-hmm. as a result. Um, Prince came under his wing uh, mm. as one of them. Now, many people came out of that incredible environment. Uh, it, I mean, they even had, um, uh, you know, black history classes. So it was, it was having an understanding and a pride of your past and your present and where you can go in the future with your skills. Mm, I love that. that that is what happened with Prince. So Prince was there at the way for six years. That transformed him. Spike was his his music kind of mentor. And uh, um, Prince was very, very, very shy and couldn't face the audience. Mm. Spike actually had to work with him to turn around and face the audience. He would always play with his equipment on stage when he was a young teenager and, you know, pretend that something was wrong. But really what it was, was he couldn't face the audience. And that whole experience of the way and making all of these young men and women feel comfortable in their own skin and proud of who they were just ignited their own creativity and experiences. I mean, I'm talking about senators and uh, lawyers and judges and all kinds of people came out of that small community center called The Way. And I realized they all became successful as a result of that experience. Wow. Uh, so, So that was my focus. Once I realized how powerful this community center was, it became a bit more of the focus of the story. Uh, I ended up meeting Shaka Khan uh, because I desperately wanted her in the film to mm-hmm. really get her take because Shaka knew Prince, you know, for more than anyone else from even before he was on stage till, till his death. And, and wow. they were very close. It was very much brother, sisterly love. And mm-hmm. so she had insight into his life and into this person that I really wanted when she saw what I was trying to do with this film, mm-hmm. um, she said, uh, you've, got, you've got an extraordinary opportunity here. And the opportunity is this. Prince went to Spike to say, because the, 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 the way had closed down. Mm-hmm. It had turned into a police station. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Prince eventually went back to Spike and said, let's rebuild it for the youth today. And... They looked at a building, uh, Spike and him worked together. Uh, This is obviously, uh, you know, many years later. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Prince passed away. And Mm. that that dream faded out. Nothing happened. When I met Spike, I realized how remarkable this human being 
really is and what he's done and how much he's inspired so many people. Yeah. And I thought, I want to, I want to finish what Spike did. I want to rebuild the way I want to continue that process. And that's what this movie's about. This movie wow. is about rebuilding the way in some in, in some form to help mm-hmm. the youth of North Minneapolis, going through COVID, going through the issues of, of George Floyd and, uh, and the stress of, of these young individuals over this past year. Yeah. I just wanted to help and give back and, again, give that Prince community hug. And that's yeah. what I'm trying to do with this movie. And it, it's, be- it's beautiful because um, folks forget that Prince wrote uh, the song Baltimore uh, because of police brutality case that happened with someone from his area, Freddie Gray. Mm-hmm. Um, so Prince has been involved, as Dan says, in activism. If he was alive today and he was around for George Floyd, he'd probably be doing free concerts just to unite people. Prince would be, I really believe in my spirit, that he would want to spread love comfort to his fans but also have his fans and say hey guys we have to do something because prince was like like he would create artists and music to connect the community he was so good at that like it was an actual ingenious thing that he did and every artist nowadays they're doing it like beyonce she did black parade like artists are now doing what prince has been doing for decades so right it's just beautiful to you know with the story uh, like what dan was saying like you're gonna you're gonna hear about prince the way that you've never ever seen before ever <laughs> that's that's amazing yeah i it sounds like it's going to be an amazing documentary and just have an overall pure message of you know and giving back to the community and opening back up the way and starting basically you know starting a new legacy you know for the the young people who don't necessarily know him like you know some of us do or or have listened to him or you know they're just kind of learning like I think my children know who Prince is because of me you know not necessarily because it's still you know kids are so stuck in their time era but just seeing the actual history of who he is that's amazing that it's able to happen and continue the legacy of Prince um when uh actually Janelle, I would love for you to introduce yourself because I know you're trying to <laughs> talk off and then yes. so we have one of the women behind the scenes in this amazing documentary, Mr. Nelson on the North Side. Please introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you and how you got involved in this amazing documentary. Yeah, so hi everyone, my name is Janelle Igwe, and yes, um, honestly, I pretty much got involved uh, just to serve, like like you, Catherine, I love Prince, um, but my, like I would say for me, um, I, I was young, right, when he was blowing up, but my brother was a huge Prince fan, and so I always give credit to Prince because when I was going through something um, at home, you know, um, when parents are divorcing and all that stuff, uh, as kids, like, you don't really know what's going on, right? You, but you're sad, like, you're confused, yeah. you don't know what's going on. And Prince really, like, his music helped me through that time of confusion. Like, When Doves Cry, when I was a child, I played that song, so like, on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. Mm-hmm. And I never knew what the song meant because, you know, again, mm-hmm. I'm 9, 10. Yeah. And when I got older, I was like, hold up. 
this song is about people like like it was crazy how it connected right. the dots for me and I was like wow this this song I had to repeat as a kid it soothes me Prince music soothes me I didn't know why I didn't understand the words but it just soothes me through a difficult time and he was definitely a part of my of my I would say uh, evolution of Janelle and becoming from the island girl to Canada and stuff like that so I, I, I'm sure there's many other fans that can relate to the story because, you know, Prince music has helped so many fans come out of uh, difficult situations, abusive relationships, family issues, like you can name it. So Prince was really a healer. Like he healed yeah. us guys through music. Like, and that's something that he did. Like there's some music you, you can play that it's, yeah, it's fun, it's hippie, but his music actually healed your soul and I think that's why Prince fans oh my gosh Prince fans we're so crazy like I love us like we are <laughs> no like honestly are. we are right. the most intense fans like we don't play with our purple king like don't even no. talk to us he is the one and I just love it so when I so I, I digress so I, I saw Dan um, in Clubhouse talking about this film and I'm like oh my gosh this is so beautiful and I love the whole fact that you know uh, Dan was trying to tie in the charity aspect, you know, to serve. Because, of course, I'm sure Dan could probably sell this to anyone. Netflix, Amazon, you name it, easily, right? It's Prince's story. Everyone wants to know about Prince. But he kept yeah. it and said, I want to serve this to the fans directly. I don't want the middleman. I want to give it to the fans directly. And on top of that, I want to also try to also raise money for great programs in North Minneapolis. And I'm like, okay, what a great idea. So yeah. I was like, hey, Dan, I'm DMing you right now. I love what you're doing. Um, I'm here to serve, to help. Let's do this. So me and Dan had a call. We talked and we just connected over Prince and the fact that we both have the same spirit of wanting to give back, right? Like yeah. uh, my drive is always to give back and help others. So the fact that Dan aligned with that, it was like magic made in heaven. And now we're both working and I get to support Dan and really help with this team to really help us serve Prince but serve the fans like for me the movie is an element that I think people are going to love but I'm just trying to really as a as a, from a marketing a strategy we're really trying to connect the fans to each other because the fans mm. are so like we're like we're all over the place there's fans right. from older to younger like uh, one lady I met online she's like 19 and she is crazier than me for Prince, right? Like, we are everywhere. 19? Wow. Yeah. So it just shows that Prince is still relevant. He's still important. He still matters. But we rarely hear his stuff now. I'm happy his album's coming out, I believe, uh, coming up this, uh, this month in July. But the mm. fans are still, you know, I feel like the fans have been so separated. And I'm hoping with this film, we can unite together. We can celebrate this life, this, this huge influence on all of our lives and really share his message and his story for humanitarian because that's the thing mm -hmm. about prince he wasn't the music was a part of his healing to us the music mm -hmm. was an element to how he wanted to heal the world and that's why he was so good like that mentioned him playing instruments it it, it was like second like he had this ability like to me it's god-given Right. Who, who do we know that can play 24 instruments like that's insane to me this is a yeah. god given gift that he got that he shared with the world so i hope anyone listening right now if you got a god given gift make sure that gift is being shared shared to heal us because mm -hmm. right now we need healing so yeah that's my little story y'all i kind of went off track but anyway <laughs> i love prince he is the bomb he's the best musician of all time don't at me 
And that's it, my girl, Catherine. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yes. I love it. So, Daniel, when you started this process, um, how did you start? Like, did you just go out there and was like, I'm just going to make a film? I mean, about Prince or did you already? Yeah. Or did the idea come once you started meeting and hearing about him? Well, I connected uh, with some of the fan sites and some of his fans. And when I did, just over the phone, just calling some people, I, I felt that powerful connection that I had not experienced in my life. I mean, I had never, uh, never seen anything quite like it. And, you know, I, I don't want to call it an obsession because that, that's, that's maybe a feels like a negative term. It was truly this magical connection of love that these people had for him. And I needed to find that. I needed to find that for myself. And, and Janelle said it so eloquently, you know, it, it, it's, it's something that he gives that has the ability to heal us. And that's what I was gravitating towards because I wanted that. I, I, I was seeking something like that myself, but I found it through so many other people. So I never connected with Prince until after mm. really making this film. In hindsight, I'm devastated because I had opportunities to meet him uh, wow. over the past years. And I'm, I'm just devastated that I didn't, I didn't really take people up on that to introduce mm-hmm. me and I now I'm just uh I'm just in awe of him um and 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 it's not being impressed by someone who's got that talent it's being impressed by the human being he wow. truly yeah. is extraordinary and I think that's what we all feel about him um now people who don't know prince the I guess that's really the message that I wanted to communicate is that mm-hmm. this isn't just, uh, you know, a performer that uh, we all like his music and we all follow him. There's a right. lot more to this story. And I think that's really what I want to communicate and, and, and connect with new fans. Like I'm telling you, I went to some of these events in Minneapolis in his, in his hometown where all ages, I don't care how old you were, you were there dancing mm-hmm. to his music and being part of it. People just wanted to be a part of it. And that's so infectious and exciting. And I think that the pain of his death, though it's still there, I think it's turned into a much more beautiful thing, a celebratory thing. People... Mm-hmm really feel him still there and i think yes. it will be like that forever oh yeah I, I don't think it's just oh let's listen to a prince song there's no. messaging here that goes along with it um and as we all know i mean there's this incredible vast amount of music in this vault and the the estimation is is that they can release an album every year for the next hundred years that's wow. how that's how much music he put out he wanted to keep putting music out and the, the record companies were saying, no, you can't do that. People, you know, will get tired, but he couldn't stop producing music. It's who he was. Mm. Yeah. So, so we, we get the benefit of all of that music production. We'll be hearing new music over all of our li- lifetimes by the end right. of our lives. New music by Prince. 
Do you think the fans, I mean, I know the fans will automatically accept, you know, whatever he puts out or whatever the estate lets um, come out. But do you think people are almost like, you know, when somebody passes that with that music, it continues to just grow and grow the fan base? Or do you think people are more hesitant? I I think that, um, you know, it's interesting because when I look back to, 60s, 70s, 80s music of that era, a lot of, uh, I mean, I have a daughter that uh, is is young and literally follows the music that I grew up with. So yeah. I think that there's always this appreciation for mm-hmm. uh, just music. And I just don't think his music is time stamped. I think it will no. live on forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, my feeling is, is, I mean, I know I've heard of Purple Nights where yeah. 20 year olds are having parties, uh, wow. 20 year olds, you know, this, right. this man. So, yeah, I, I, I think he will connect and okay. constant and continually connect with brand new fans. Yeah. I like how you guys came up with the, the, um, the title of the movie and it's almost like if you if you weren't a diehard Prince fan or you weren't a fan who necessarily, you know, if you just knew Prince, because the movie's Mr. Nelson on the North Side. So can you give us a little history about the title? How did you come up with that? Sure. Uh, so uh, so he he had um, he had a. a, a he had a nickname when he was a, a little kid and, and as he got older and, and he started to play music, he really wanted his stage name and he went to the record companies and he said, I, I, I want to be known as Mr. Nelson. I think that really stemmed a lot from his relationship with his father, which was mm. a, a very complex relationship, very complex. And it goes into some of the detail about that relationship with his dad. I mean, Prince fans kind of understand that that, mm-hmm. that there was a conflict, but there's some reasons why. And Prince really felt uh, his his father was was more than just aggressive at pushing Prince to be better. He always uh, said, "You know, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. You got to be better than that." And mm-hmm. and the, his father was just was a tyrant when it came to that. And Prince, all he really wanted to do was to meet up to the expectations of his dad. Mm. So every chance he got, he kept pushing and pushing and pushing. But his father would never embrace Prince. And 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 really, that pride never showed through. His his father was, uh, was a narcissist. There's no doubt about mm. it. A, a, a clinical narcissist and, mm-hmm. and really took the stage away from Prince at all times. And Prince, all he wanted was he wanted the love of his dad. He wanted to prove to his dad. I think that was one of the big pushes. So when it was Mr. Nelson, that was very important to him. He wanted to be equal, I think, to his father. I, I think he really wanted to be known as that because he had such high regard for his father's ability his his father's mm-hmm. musical ability but of course it's ridiculous because record the record companies were saying are you kidding i mean look at your name prince 
That right. is a stage name beyond. Yes. So right. after pushing and pushing and pushing, <laughs> everyone finally convinced him. But mm-hmm. he really was set. He said, no, I want, I want to be known as Mr. Nelson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did this kind of out of respect. There's a couple of reasons why I did it, but I like the idea of the respect. And he, he was a product of his father and his upbringing and Spike. And the North Side was his beloved home. Mm-hmm. That he, well, look, I mean, he stayed there. He could have been right. living in, in a Hollywood mansion and yeah. doing whatever he did. But he loved his community, gave to his community, helped people. Um, that's what I love about him is that he was really true to himself and his community. Uh, yeah. I, I just wish I could be anywhere near that. You know, like I, I aspire to be a fraction of who this man really was. Yeah. Um, that's it. Yeah. I, I, so, so if if we were to say Prince, people would also think that this is a film. This is a biography of Prince. This mm-hmm. isn't his biography. I mean, I don't go into you know he was uh, he was married to this person and right. they divorced and the timeline no, of his yeah. If you're a fan, you know all that stuff anyhow. <laughs> right. You know his life inside out. <laughs> yes, and they do. If yes. You're, if you're a fan, I don't really need to have his music in the film because you've got it on your phone already and you listen to it every day. Right. What, what I wanted to do was to produce things and, and share with his fans things that they wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. And I think we did that with this movie. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I really like how you brought up how he didn't necessarily leave and do that ho- the Hollywood buy a mansion in Beverly Hills or Malibu or somewhere like that. I mean, I'm I'm located in California, but I'm a, a Northern Californian. And, and I always say, like, I never plan on leaving California. Like, this is my this is my roots. Like, I have so much history mm-hmm. here, you know, just. I, you know, I love California and for him to go back to his roots and even though he could be anywhere, anywhere and for him to stay focused in his community and where he came from is just a huge, like just a huge element of who he was. And I love that you brought that up because he really did care about his neighbors, his community, and the people that he serviced um, with his magic of being an amazing artist and musician. So I really like how you guys, how the movie just is going to show so much of him, not the, not the glitz and the glamour and the, you know, timeline of his relationships and stuff like that, but the actual who he was yes and that's important right like I love the fact that it's human right like sometimes you know um we look at all these amazing famous people but they're humans first and I think the Prince fans understand that like this is the first fan base that I've been involved with that truly understands his humanity other fans are all about just like you know majority of like their music and what they can do but there's few there's few fan base that actually understand that this artist this person he really wants to help us he wants to help his fans and people like even if he, if it was see stuff he wrote to his like fans like his letters to fans how he wrote to them 
it wasn't just like a little mm-hmm. like whatever prints like he actually took time to write things out like he really cared for us he really did so yeah we, so so I feel like what Dan said in in spite that he's not with us anymore, um, we have to continue to ensure that everything we do for him is going to be inspired by what he what by who he was and, and how he did it. Right. That's our, our, our goal with this campaign, with this entire movie, is to ensure that that comes across in genuine spirit and energy in everything. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. That's the, so how how um how can people find this movie? Like, when is it being released? When, like, tell tell us all the goods about what's coming out. Now everybody so, wants to know. So, so what I'll do, so I will share how they can find us online, and then Dan can share about release and all that. So, where you can find us, y'all. So, if you want, you can email us, join the Purple Nation movement. It is info at onthenorthside.com. We're also running a few campaigns. Purple Nation Got Talent, as well as what Prince means to me. You can hashtag it, send in a video, whatever you would like. But we really want to showcase because there's so many talented people that are Prince fans. And we really want to show you guys off. So please submit your artwork. If you're a singer, you're a poet, we don't really, we'll take it all. So submit the information to us. And then for the website, it is www.onthenorthside.com. Okay, and, and the set will be updated. It has information on the, the groups we're actually going to be providing, <laughs> providing charities to uh, in, in, on the north side of Minneapolis. So that will be up there as well. And on all the socials, we are Mr. Under Nelson underscore film. So Mr. Underscore Nelson underscore film. And that's on IG, Twitter, uh, Facebook. It's actually the movie name. Join Purple Nation, y'all. We would love to meet you guys. And I've been getting a lot. I've been getting some amazing messages on IG, on Facebook. The fans are just so amazing. I'm also in a, quite a few Prince groups. So it's a big family community. So that's about it from my end. Then I guess tell the folks <laughs> when this will be released. Tell them what's coming up so they can get prepared for it. <laughs> sure. So, uh, again, from the charity aspect of this, uh, we have uh, we have we have two charities that we follow uh, and that we support uh, with the film. Uh, one is called uh, Hopewell Music, which is uh, a music uh, 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 a music school in North Minneapolis in his community that uh, that supports youth with teaching music and giving them instruments uh, regardless of their financial position. So this is, this, is a, this is a Prince moment, right? Uh, so we want to give back to them. And the other one um, uh, is, a, is a foundation that uh, it's called Stair Step Foundation. And, and it, it really is about community. They support communities uh, throughout the state of Minnesota. And uh, it's done through uh, churches, through uh, African-American um, uh, churches, and it's, it's kind of the unification of, of them coming together to focus on each community. And I kind of love that because it is always about supporting and giving back to the community. So first we're gonna be giving away some extraordinary uh, prizes. Uh, I mean, it's not prizes, it's just like, you know, I guess, how would you phrase it? I mean, we're, we're for if you donate to the charities, uh, you're, you, you, know, you sort of get a position where you can, um, you can, yeah, you can win one of these. And, and we have some, some really exciting ones that you'll see online soon. The film will be out uh, 
we're estimating. You know, we were kind of hoping for the end of July because of the new album coming out, but I think we may hold off another week or two. So it's probably going to be mid-August, but you'll be seeing things online and we'll be keeping, uh, you know, just keep coming back and and connecting with us and we'll give you, uh, we'll give you information on a weekly basis. Um, We'll be connecting with the fans daily. Uh, but I, I would estimate that mid-August is when uh, you're going to be able to finally see the movie and um, you'll hear a lot about it. Yes. And just to add to, to the donation. So what's really great is that we really want the donations to be the forefront. But if you donate every dollar you donate, you will get a ballot and that ballot will help you win specific Prince prizes that only we will have for the fans. So mm. it's like by you giving back to the Minneapolis community, you can you could potentially win some amazing uh, amazing gifts and donations, or sorry, I say give back give giveaways for donating, and that mm. way you know you're, you're gonna feel fulfilled because I'm giving I'm donating money towards uh, a community that Prince grew up in. And right. On top of that, I might win something that's that's like a Prince specific. Um, design or price so it's like again it's like give and take it's a win-win we want you guys to win not only by watching the film but also win some really good goodies that will be prince focused for the fans because we know the fans love anything that's prince right so we want all the get these items for the fans so that way if they donate they can you know win win an amazing amazing prize and again it's all about the celebration uh end of day it's all about celebrating prince and coming together as one people for sure that's amazing. That's just so great that you guys are giving back to the fans and having this message continue to go. And I know that the documentary is going to be absolutely awesome. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to share it. I know it's going to be great. <laughs> I will have all the links in the show notes for everybody who um, is interested in getting more information on how they can donate, how they can watch the movie, joining the Purple Nation, and just joining um, all the hashtags and all the fun that's coming around as the movie starts to come out, as Mr. Nelson on the North Side is getting ready to um, publish. So all that will be in the podcast notes as well, so you guys can find those um, link-friendly avenues to go to. So I just want to thank you guys so much um, for coming on Chakras and Cusswords podcast. And is there anything else you would like to close out with before we end? Um, uh, I'll, go f- yeah, go ahead. I'll go first. Yeah, you know, Dan is good at closing things off. So I'm going to go first. So I just want to say <laughs> to all the fans that I love you guys. I hope you're doing well. The pandemic is almost at the end. I know it's been a very trying year for most of us. So yes. I'm proud of you. You are worthy. You are loved. And we're going to get through this as one people, okay? So don't give up. Don't give in. You have this. And if you ever in doubt, play a beautiful Prince album. There's a lot of them. Music. Um, I, I love playing my simple When Doves Cry. That gets me through things all the time. But whatever it is, your Prince song, you play it and just mellow out, y'all. That's it. I'm Janelle. <laughs> love it. I love you, Janelle. Your energy is so incredible. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, I think that's uh, uh, that's what I love about this more than anything. This isn't my film. This isn't, uh, you know, something. That, this is shared. It's exactly who Prince is. It's community. And all I wanted to say is um, I'm just so 
thrilled. I'm honored to be doing this and to having this opportunity to, to be a part of it because I get that infectious reaction that Janelle just had from the fans. And, and boy, if you're not a Prince fan, I really recommend start hanging out with some and being a part of that community. And it'll just blow your mind. It is such a wonderful group of people. And you'll learn a lot. You'll learn a lot about yourself, too. Yes, definitely. Prince fans are the best fans ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for coming on, Shoppers and Cuss Words. And I just want to wish you guys the absolute best. I'm so excited for this movie. I'm so excited for... Um, this podcast to come out and for people to find you guys and to share the purple prince love everywhere Mm -hmm. everywhere y'all just purple everywhere purple confetti just blowing everywhere (laughs) yes thank you for thank you for doing this thank you for having us yes yes thank you so much you are welcome i'm i'm honored to be on uh a podcast with you guys to talk about prince i mean i you know, it's like, I wish I could talk about, you know, every, you know, Prince all the time. <laughs> you know? It's like, okay. the Prince podcast. <laughs> yes. Well, also, guys, keep in mind, if you're on Clubhouse, we're going to be trying to get some rooms together for the documentary. So, oh, yes. I, so, so Catherine, I, I'm going to get yes. you involved via mod. Cause you know, yes. I got, I got you girl. And then, you know, yeah, we want to definitely get some um, folks on there to just kind of talk about Prince and have conversations. We try- I know Dan's trying to get some folks that were in the film to come on to kind of, you know, do little teasers for the, for the, for the fans that can ask a few questions, but we really want to, to be a community, um, a community event. So that's why we'll be in, we'll be in um, clubhouse. We'll try to go in green room. We're going to be everywhere. Yes, you guys have some amazing people like just in the movie alone in the documentary you guys have like Shaka Khan you have Chuck D you have um you know a lot of amazing Dennis Quaid like you have an amazing lineup of people who are speaking and sharing their knowledge about um uh Prince so definitely uh if you if you aren't I feel like even if you aren't a Prince fan because there's so many people who maybe aren't necessarily um would say that they're a Prince diehard fan you know what I mean but if you recognize his music just take the time to learn more about him and learn what an amazing um person he was and how much he gave back because it really is a staple of what it is means to be a humanitarian what it means to be a giving soul what it means to be somebody who has gratitude and continues to manifest greatness i mean that's really what he is a true manifester of just absolute magic greatness and everything and i think a lot of that came back to his um gratitude for who he was his life lessons and staying focused on his roots honestly so amazing doc amazing documentary i'm excited (laughs) i'm so excited (laughs) thank you guys so much and i hope you guys have a great day and 
I'm sure I will see you around on Clubhouse soon. Yes, girl. Probably <laughs> also at IG. I'm going to see you. Catherine, okay. I'm going to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. Bye.